What's up? I sent Shika your message. Uh huh. Six months. Yes. 
We would drive from Kent to Seattle, my wife and I. And our prayer meeting, Bible study, just took a nosedive. So I prayed to the Lord, well, how can we resurrect this? Yes, sir. We gotta have something better than this. So we started what we call a conference called Bible study. Wow. And it has increased. I like it. Yes, sir. Louisiana is in on the Bible study. Amen. Watch this now. Thailand. Whoa. That's good. Amen. Amen. God is good, isn't he? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I talked with another pastor, friend of mine, and he uh, changed his Bible study from 7 p.m. on Wednesday to 12 p.m. And he said that his study just increased. Wow. Currently, we are engaged in a ministry of reactivating our church. And that is going to examine every ministry in our church. If it's beneficial, we're going to move forward with it. Yes, sir. If it's not, it's going to fall by the wayside. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So I encourage you today to help your pastor and your church be the best that it can be. Now, I've enjoyed myself today, and uh, Pastor Coleman has already said to us that we ought to pick and get. <laughs> I thought that was quite unique and it resonated from the back of this building to the pulpit here. In other words, be short. Come on, somebody. Amen. Look with me for a little while from the Word of God, Luke's Gospel. The eighth chapter, beginning at verse 22. <clears throat> eighth chapter of Luke's gospel, beginning at verse 22. And I'm reading, I shall be reading from the King James Version. Amen. Amen. Luke, the eighth chapter, beginning at verse 22. Are we there yet? Amen. Now it came to pass on a certain day that he went into a ship with his disciples and he said unto them, let us go over unto the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. And there came down a storm of wind on the lake. And they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. Yes, sir. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we perished. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. Wow. 
and they ceased, and there was a calm. And he said unto them, Where is your faith? And they, being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, What manner of man is this? For he commanded even the wind and water, and they obey him. God bless the reading and sharing of his wonderful words. I want to speak for just a little while from this title, and hopefully it will encourage you. Storms that will rock your boat. <laughs> That's what I want to talk about today. Yes, sir. Storms that will rock your boat. Yes, sir. Theologians and biblical scholars have argued the pros and cons of whether Luke the physician was a Greek or a Jew. Some suggest that since Luke was born in Antioch and was part of the Jewish community, Therefore, he was a Jew. Others said that there were tension between the Jews and Greeks. Therefore, Luke was a Greek. Uh Finally, Paul, the apostle, clearly identified Luke as a Greek Mm. in his epistle to the Colossians, the fourth chapter. He begins in chapter, I'm sorry, uh, verse 11 by stating that Jesus who is called justice and he links them with the circumcision. All right. Then he moves on down to Epiphrast. Epiphrast was a Greek. Mm. But he links the physician with Epiphras. All right. So that suggests that he was a Greek. All right. Is that right? I believe that. Okay, let me throw my two cents in here. Is that all right? <laughs> Since the yes. theologian and the Bible scholars have said so. Yeah. Uh, it does not matter whether he was a Jew or a Greek. Yes. He was a servant of the Lord. Listen, I find solace in uh, Paul's writing through the Romans in 10 and 12, chapter 10 and verse 12. Listen what he said. For there is no difference difference. between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over is rich unto all that called upon him. It matters not whether he was a Jew or a Greek. Amen. Jesus. Y'all do know Jesus, don't you? Jesus opened this narrative with an invitation to his 
disciples, author by the name of Dietrich Bonhoeffer says that Jesus' invitation to his disciples were always to come and die. Are you still with me out there now? Storms that'll rock your boat. I'm almost finished here now. Storms that will rock your boat. I don't care how strong you are. I don't care how much faith you got. There is a storm that will rock your boat. First of all, I want to leave you with this lesson here. First one. Storms are deceptive. Look at your neighbor and say, storms are deceptive. You know, I was willing to say, but President, nobody in here listening at me got up this morning and put a storm on your day plan. <laughs> you know, you didn't do it. <laughs> Jesus knew they would encounter a storm yeah. as they crossed this lake. For he says unto them, let us go over to the other side. Yes, sir. Is that right? That's right. This is a dangerous body of water. If you have studied biblical ge uh, geography, you know that the Jordan River comes down and it empties into this Sea of Galilee. Okay. Uh, this Sea of Tiberias. Yes. Is that right? That's right. And without notice, a storm can develop on this lake because of the way it is situated. Mm. Wind comes across the Transjordan Mountain and it dips down onto the Galilean Lake and within minutes, waves will raise to 20 feet high. That's a dangerous lake. That's a dangerous lake. But yet and still, it's a small lake, mm. only 12 and a half miles long, seven and a half miles wide, yeah. Six, uh, 1,682 feet below sea level. Mm. Is that right? That's right. And also, it empties into the Dead Sea, which is the lowest point on Earth. Is that right? That's right. Storms are deceptive. They're deceptive. Listen, if you please. I went to the doctor in April for my annual physical. And he looked at, he took the blood work. You know how they do that blood work? Got five vowels. I thought I wouldn't have any blood after I left that. <laughs> After a few days, he called me on the phone, and I could tell by the urgency of his voice that something was wrong. Mm. He said, yo, PSD, PSA, brother, that's dealing with men's prostate. Come on, somebody, men, take care of yourself. Yes. He said mine was 100 and 27. Mm. You, you don't, you don't, let me explain it to you now because see you don't understand. If you get to five, that's bad. That's bad five. 
Did you hear what I said? I had 127. The doctor wrote on that that I had advanced cancer. Mm. Storms are deceptive. deceptive. I wasn't feeling bad. I wasn't hurting. But 127. And unbeknownst to me, my wife and family was making out my obituary. <laughs> Amen. Making out my obituary. I didn't know about it. Dr. Clark, I didn't know about it. And so they did the biopsy, and after the biopsy was done, that's when Jesus went to work. She said, you only have a half a centimeter of cancer and it's slow growing and we can cure it. So I stand today yes, and tell you I'm cured from cancer. This, this, this same Luke, he talks about in, in the Greek, huberetai, and, and that is a under roar, but it also means a head doctor. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Jesus is my head. That's all right. I tell you, storms are deceptive. deceptive. Then a couple of months pass. My wife had a, what you call it, baby? Mammogram. <laughs> The doctor called her with urgency in his voice and said, we need to, you need to come back in and take another one because we saw something. And after she did the second one, they said to her, you have cancer in your brain. Wait a minute, Dr. Jesus is present. Come on, somebody. And she's cured from a cancer. I tell you, storms are deceptive. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They come when you least are thinking about it. When you got your plans to do other things, a storm will come. Second point I want to leave here. Storms are destructive. They're destructive. Yeah. Did, did you get that now? Say, storms are destructive. destructive. Storms are naturally destructive. Physical storms will destroy property and life. Yeah. Mental storms will destroy one's mental faculty. Yes, Relational storms will destroy family. Storms are destructive. But as they sailed, the scripture says, there came a storm down on the lake. And they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. They was facing a violent storm. 
even though at least five of them were fishermen. They had fished this Galilean lake on many occasions. On one incident, they had fished all night long and caught nothing. And Jesus on the shore said, have you any meat, children? And they said, we've fished all night and caught nothing. Jesus said, let your net down on the right, right. side of the boat. Sometimes, sometimes we fish on the wrong side of the boat. Always fish on the right side. So strong storms are destructive. Yes, sir. Storms are deceptive. Yes. Finally, storms are definitive. Definitive. Storms are definitive. definitive. I listen to our young folks. Thank God for our young Thank folks. Thank God for the young And I listen to them and they say they have so many friends and followers on Facebook. No, they don't fool with Facebook no more. They left it to the old folks like us now, Facebook. Instagram and Snapchat and Tiki Talk and all that other talks. Amen. They talked about how many friends they got. But you let a storm come your way. Storms are definitive and you will find out who your friends are. Get in the hospital and stay a few weeks. First couple of days, everybody bring balloons, flowers, and cars. But after that weekend, everything runs out. Isn't that right? You have a financial storm, and you'll find out you can't borrow it money from anybody. You know your friends have received a substantial amount of money from their income tax return. But they told you all about it. But a storm come your way, a financial storm come your way, and you ask them just for a temporary loan. They say, oh no, I've invested in stocks and bonds now. So and I can't get it unless I be penalized. Come on, somebody. I, I just can't afford to lend it right now. You, you know what I'm talking about. Storms define character. Storms are definitive. The text reveals this principle. And they came to him and woke him and said, Master, Master, we perish. Is that right? That's right. And he rebuked the winds and the water. Yes. And the Bible said there was a calm. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. And they replied, what manner of man is this? I stopped by to tell you his name is Jesus. The author and finisher of our faith. Jesus, Jesus, Mary's little baby, yeah. 
took counsel with doctors and lawyers yes. at the age of 12. He stopped by a graveyard one day and called Lazarus from the grave. And I heard the Lord. He said, let us go up to Jerusalem because I must be mocked and scorned. Is that right? They marched him up Calvary's hill and nailed him on the cross. Placed two teeth between him at there on the cross. But I heard, I heard, I heard the Lord. He said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they're doing. Is that right? And when the appointed time came, he said, Father, into the hands I commend my spirit. And he died. Didn't he die? He died on Calvary's hill. Is that right? I heard an old preacher say once, Say, somebody asked me why y'all always talk about Calvary's. Why not talk about uh, Mount Hermon? That's where the transfiguration took place. Why not talk about Mount Pisgah? That's why Moses looked over and saw, saw the promised land. But you're always talking about Calvary. He replied, Calvary. He said, Calvary. In the center of the world, everybody in the Old Testament looked toward Calvary. And everybody in the New Testament, they looked back on Calvary. Calvary! 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 And where Jesus died, he died! He died. He went back to heaven. But one of these days, he's coming back. Do you believe he's coming back? Let me hear you say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. He's all right. I know he's all right.
pray for safe travel emergencies as we leave today. We pray your power, your authority, and your grace is upon us right now in Jesus' precious name. In Jesus' precious name. In Jesus' precious name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Standing. If there's anybody here that has not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, come on, baby. Oh. Anybody here not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, will you come from this time? If you need a church home, will you come? Do you have any deacons here? Will you, if you need a church home, this is a good place for you right here. Right here in Sinclair, will you come? If you've never been baptized, will you come? Amen. Never been baptized. Never been baptized. Need a church home. Amen. Won't accept Jesus Christ. Now we're getting ready to have uh, uh, the adjournment of our winter board meeting at this time. And we have food downstairs. Uh, Pastor Coleman said you can take it and, and go. Amen. So uh, my wife is here. So come on, let's just thank God for Pastor White again. Amen. Thank God for that healing message. Somebody here may be sick now. Amen. You receive that. Amen. He can take that cancer away. He can take that flu away. Whatever it is, that blood pressure. Come on, that sugar diabetes, he can do it. Amen. We're going to have uh, my, my, uh, my, my, my first lady and uh, uh, first lady of Mount Zion dismiss us in prayer. She is um, uh, one of our social ministers as well. Amen. Amen. Benediction and pray for the food. Oh, Amen. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come in the blessed name of Jesus, Father. We just thank you for this glorious day. We thank you for this convention, Father. We just thank you, Father, for blessing everyone here. Oh, today. yeah. Father, we thank you for your mercy and your grace. We thank you for your word that went forth. May we hide it in our hearts, Father. Father, we, right now, Father, we just thank you, Father, for everyone, Father. We just ask right now, Father, that you would bless everyone. Oh, yeah. Give us traveling grace and mercy as we go home this day. Now to him who is able to keep us from falling, to the only wise God our Savior, be glory, dominion, here now and forevermore. Let us say, Amen. Amen. Let me bless the food right quick. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for blessing the food, Father, that it may be a nourishment child. Thank God.